Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You don't see what I see. Every day living with an invisible... <laughs> I can't do it. You don't know the song, do you? It's You Don't See by Warren G. I scratched that. I'm following up to invisible illnesses. Wait, this isn't even a part two, right? It's not a part two. This is like a attack on to the invisible illnesses. I like that. Let's call this like invisible illnesses hashtag relatable. That works for me. Intro done. That was the intro. It's <laughs> so much better than my song. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good about that. Neuro nerds, welcome to the neuro nerds. I giggle. I giggle because Lauren gave me the, the, the most blank what is wrong with you stare when i attempted to sing a warren g song as an intro it didn't go well no i don't know if that rendition i use that word kindly is going to make it into this episode but just know there is a rendition of a song that probably no one should listen to okay so in my defense in my head flawless it was great like it was so good i did not execute it well <laughs> and, and and now we're here so Today, what we're going to talk about, we're going to follow up, as Lauren so eloquently put it, this is a tack-on episode. Yes, it is. So our invisible illness chat that we had about um, Chadwick Boseman and his unfortunate passing and, you know, living with an invisible illness. And we we asked you guys, hey, what are some of the things that people have said? And man, people have said some ballsy things, you know? That's a word to describe it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Other words, rude, disgusting, ignorant. Those are other words. Accurate mm-hmm. words, or as DJ Khaled would say, accurate. Oh, God. <laughs> We're trying to help people with pronouncing and articulating words. That's true. I am terrible, but I'm very thankful that I have you here to correct me constantly. And it's it's good. I need it. <laughs> yeah. So some of the things that people have said have been said to them are awful. Some of them 
a lot of people say, you know, like I've heard it a lot. Uh, Lauren, I'm sure has heard a, a lot. The most common thing, I'm just going to start out with the most common thing that I think we all hear as people living with invisible illnesses, invisible injuries. Yeah, but you look so normal. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You also don't look so ignorant. <laughs> but well, here mean, we are. Start with the baseline. What is normal? And again, True. this probably goes back to like able bodiedness. You know, that kind of is what people's frame of references. So I guess for a majority of us that don't present with obvious physical deficits, I guess that's where we fall into their realm of quote unquote normal. But let me just be real with you guys. Lauren Manzano slash Bat Widow has never been normal for one moment in her life, I don't think. Ever. <laughs> I think that's also like basic. So maybe they're, ooh, we should be offended more so. They're trying to call us basic. Yeah. Hey, Laura El Manzano, she's not a basic woman. There's nothing basic about her. If you guys could see her hair right now, this is her natural hair. Ooh, Dude, guys, he's like developing a fetish about my hair. It's kind of creepy. It's amazing. My hair hey, every episode. Hey, as a bald dude, I'm a big fan of hair. If I was hungry, I would talk about food. So <laughs> if, I don't, if I don't have any hair, I'll talk about yours. Well, let's talk about like why we even got inspired for this episode, guys. So because let's be real. I think a lot of us have dealt with comments for years for some of us that have been in this community. This is we're going on my fifth year in a couple weeks. Actually, we'll have my fifth anniversary. Ooh. Ooh, that's going to be fun. I know, right? Oh, wait. Or is it the 10th? Or is it the 15th? No, it's going to be the fifth year, I think, on the 10th of October. This is where I always end up forgetting what day I actually got the the brain injury. But anyways. That's why I got mine tattooed on me. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to commit that much to it. I have commitment issues. We've been dealing with this for years, and sometimes we get a little numb to it. But then there's just like sometimes like you just hear something so outrageous, and you're just like, like, like screeching brakes or like record record scratch. scratch. So I was teaching a student of mine last week and she was out of it. And I kept asking her, I was like, what's going on? Cause her energy was weird. That's the one thing guys is I'm very sensitive to people's energy. And if you tell me you're okay and I can tell you're not, I'll get it out of you. I can verify that 100%. And it's not even like we're in the same room. She'll just hit me up randomly because she can tell my energy from like a hundred miles away. It's weird. It's a superpower guys. But anyway, so she finally told me she was in a car accident and I was like, Okay, I was like, you're in a car accident and you want to train hard for pole. I was like, yeah, no, we're going to stretch and we're not going upside down, blah, blah, blah. Because again, she was like telling me like, you know, she thinks she has whiplash, which is fine. Then we start talking a little more. And then she's like, yeah, I think I might have hit my head like on the steering wheel. And I'm like, did you go to the doctor? So, you know, we go through the whole questions. And so I gave her the rundown of asking like, okay, did you have any of these symptoms? She had some of the concussion symptoms. Again, not a doctor, but I was like, you need to go see a doctor. What do we always say, guys? Get thee to a hospital. Get thee to the hospital. Yeah. And, you know, and that's up to her. She She's a grown up and that's up to her what she wants to do. But I did recommend, you know, I was like, maybe email your doctor and see what they want you to do. I was like, it doesn't hurt to email. Also, I was like, paper trail paper trail good then she was telling me the reason she didn't immediately think like she had anything wrong even though every time we would do like a stretch and she had to bring her head down she would feel that like throbbing boom boom like in her head and this was like two or three days after the accident and she told me was this is where we get to outrageous things assholes say about 
injuries. And also, like we call the scope of practice, like you don't comment or diagnose or say things that are outside of like your expertise. So like me as a fitness professional, it is not my job to diagnose someone with a brain injury or to diagnose someone with a broken arm, even though I can like, like, let's say someone's like, if I can see bone, I might be like, you might want to go to the hospital because that might look like there's something going on. But she was talking to the police officer. And again, my student was not at fault. It was already determined 100% the other person's fault because she was rear-ended. They were asking if she had any injuries. And she says, well, I don't know, because she had been touching the side of her head. And she goes, my ear hurts, right? Because she was like, later on, she thinks she might have hit the side of her head either against the door or the steering wheel. But so she mentioned it to the, the officer and she's like, yeah, you know, my ear really hurts. And he looked at her and says, well, it's because you're touching it. He's like, right. And she said she kind of like jolted back and kind of froze and then didn't want to say anything because my response would have been like, oh, are you a doctor as well? Can you put that diagnosis in my police report, please? That's crazy. Mm -hmm. You expect more from a public servant, right? That's such an ignorant thing to say. It's so, oh, it's because you're touching. Really? Really? It was an accident. She was just in a car accident. You can tell because her car is bent. (laughs) And for the most part, like most police officers, when they're responding to car accidents, they're like specifically trained to not comment on things like that. They're supposed to be like, would you like to call an ambulance? Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Do you want to report any injuries at this time? Like their job is to question and to basically ask like yes or no questions so that there is no judgment or value judgment made because that has yet to be determined. You know, like their job is not to be there and be like, no, I think you're okay. Because again, what if you had a brain injury and the police officer's like, I think you're fine. I don't think you have a brain injury. You go home and have a stroke. Like that opens them up for liability. So they're not supposed to be saying things like that. But, you know, she felt very uncomfortable. So she didn't say anything. She just took her police report and went home. She said after talking with me, like she felt better about it and stuff. I don't know if she's actually gone to the doctor. I probably not, but she's at least aware. I immediately called Joe after I was done with my session. And I was like, okay, you need to hear what this asshole said. And that totally inspired Joe's posts from this week asking, what is the most ignorant, rude, outrageous, insensitive thing anyone has ever said about your brain injury? That's why this episode is called hashtag relatable. Yeah, there are so many. There's so many. It's not just like, well, it's just this type of person. It's literally everyone, you know, Mm -hmm. this is coming that came from a police officer, Mm -hmm. you know, and you like to think that, well, you like to think that police officers are bright, that they're very smart people. Thank you to our amazing community on Patreon for supporting this podcast. You can support us too and get different perks and gifts depending on which Neuro Jedi tier you sign up for. For example, if you're on our Neuro Padawan $5 tier, then you're probably listening to this episode a day early before it's public release. Your support helps us grow and continue to create this podcast. Plus, a portion of the proceeds go to a different cause or individual in the brain injury survivor community each month. Sign up at patreon.com slash the neuronerds. And again, I think a lot of the comments come out of ignorance or it's an insensitivity because they're not aware that they're saying these things in the heat of the moment. I do think for the majority of those comments that we do get, they're not said with the intention of making harm. Yes. I I agree with that. Yeah, because even some of like the asshole ones we get, guys, in their mind, 
it's either trying to give us a compliment or to make them feel better about, cause you know, like when someone's really ill, like we feel bad for someone. So sometimes they say comments that are really actually more about them and not you. So I always say like, we're going to read some of these that we've received guys. And we're going to comment on the assholery of this, but at the same time, <laughs> you know, that's again, we don't know the people who made these comments. We kind of know who gave it, who like typed these comments in, but we don't know who said these. So we don't want to assume judgment or anything like that, but we are going to make fun of them. For sure. For sure. Obviously a lot, uh, I, I said at the beginning, but you look so normal. Mm-hmm. Another one we got is. Let's go slow with these. Yeah. This one. Yeah. But you don't look sick. Mm. That okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess mm-hmm. I went to the hospital. I racked up all of these bills. Mm-hmm. I have all of this stress, PTSD. I can barely walk. I'm learning how to function as a human being again. But it's great that I don't look sick, I guess. Like again, what is sick, guys? Like, okay, apply it to 2020. People who are asymptomatic of coronavirus, they are technically sick, but they don't present. So yeah, think about it that way. We, you don't look sick, Joe. Well, Joe always looks sick, but I always look sick. I, I, I look, I, I look vaguely queasy <laughs> at all just, times. Yeah, it's just, just the look I'm going for. Right, totally. That, that's Joe 2020. Yeah, for me, even the, the, the look sick, I try not to. Even if I feel sick, like early on when I got out of the hospital, I had a giant hole in my head. Mm-hmm. I always wore hats because I didn't want people to see the hats. When I have tremors in my hand, I. To be honest, I hide it. I don't want people to see it because I'm very vain. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I want to look, quote, unquote, normal. I do. I don't want somebody to look at me and be like, oh, pobrecito. I don't want that. Actually, I kind of do. Well, if you don't speak (laughs) Spanish, guys, pobrecito means like poor little one. But I think there's also using that term sick. There's quite a few of us in the community who don't like it's an injury. We're not for some of its injury. It's not a sickness. You know what I mean? Like there's using even that word is even divisive there. Like I wouldn't consider my brain injury being sick. So there's that in there. And then we have the mental illness. Again, that's also in as an invisible injury is that is an illness, right? Is it are you sick if you are depressed? Are you sick if you have anxiety? And so, again, those words, people use them interchangeably. And that's why sometimes it's really important to have the right diction choice or the right label, the right word choice. Again, where we're not using DJ Khaled's pronunciation of things. <laughs> that's very accurate. Accurate. <laughs> so uh, another one is after two years, you're done with recovery, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How's your right? two years going? How's your three oh. years? Oh my God. How's the four year? You're coming on five. How's that? Mm. I'll say this about recovery. And and I don't say this to be depressing. I don't. Recovery is ongoing. Mm -hmm. I think, and I, and I mean this, and again, it's some people might hear this and be like, Oh my God, it's just never. Yeah. It's kind of never ending a little bit. Like this is ongoing. It doesn't mean it's going to be this bad forever. It's not. I've always said that like us, we're kind of like alcoholics. Once you're an alcoholic, you're always an alcoholic. I haven't had a drink in 35 years. You're still an alcoholic. You're a recovering alcoholic, right? So I'm a brain injury survivor. I'm a recovering brain injury survivor. I'm going to be in recovery the rest of my life. I may never forget another thing again. I may never have another hand tremor. I may never have any of these things again, but I'm still in recovery, you know? And I think people need to understand 
it's ongoing because some people get comfortable in the fact that you're doing so well. Mm-hmm. So then when you have a flare, when you have a hiccup, whatever it is, oh, I thought you were over that. I thought you were over that. Yeah. Well, it's like we don't get like a certificate at the end to say your brain injury is healed. Like there is no finish line, unfortunately. It's literally ongoing. <laughs> yeah. A lot of us that are control freaks like moi, um, there is no end goal, right? There is no like there is no finish line to aim for. It is literally just like okay this is depressing your finish line is dying so like there you go <laughs> there's cool, your something to look forward to guys <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> no, i was going somewhere awesome. with it and i realized there was no finish line and i was like oh that's where i'm going <laughs> the ultimate finish line <laughs> the ultimate finish line. But what did they say in the mummy death is only the beginning Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's the only adventure left. Mm, the final <laughs> yes. frontier. Oh, oh nerd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jumping on to, oh, yeah, but, but at least you look good. A few people had people say, yeah, but at least you look good. Wow. Isn't that horrible? It's wow. bad enough at if somebody least. says, yeah, yeah, but you look so good. That's one thing. You look so normal. You don't look like that's one thing. At least, at very least. At least you look good. Really? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's hard. Because what what message are you sending with that? And what are you really trying to accomplish? Like, what are you trying to accomplish in saying that? Yeah. It's that what? That all brain injury survivors or stroke survivors, like, the bar is really low? Like, that's what, like, like the expectation is, wow, yeah. Oh, my God. That made me so sad right now. So Maggie Whittem, she was uh, one of our, uh, the neuro nerds, give back. When she had her stroke, she had a catastrophic stroke and it decimated one of her sides. And she has the facial droop. And she said some even now, you know, emotional. I'm a hold together. I'm tired of crying. These damn episodes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She she was talking about some of the things that people were said. And one of them was people expected me to basically kill herself. I was like, oh, my God. I was just in shock. I was like, why? Like, and and the thing is, I understand that because I've spoken to several people and people deal with family, friends, sadly, 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 significant others who almost expect them to be like, yeah, I don't want to go through this anymore. You know, like, let's Kevorky in this. That's not okay. It's not. Well, I think people in general tend to be shallow creatures. Yes. And when we're asked to dig deep, And to persevere and to have trials and tribulations thrown at us, I think a lot of people don't believe that they have the strength in them. I think a lot of us do, but the effort needed to exert to like basically survive and then hopefully thrive in that survival, which is all of our goal. But there's also that superficial shallowness where if you're no longer like visually appealing, able-bodied, then your life is meaningless or it's not worth anything anymore which is absolutely terrible and hopefully like we can educate some people on like yo fuck off (laughs) 
Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. As a brain injury or a stroke survivor like myself, it's hard for me to get through reading books due to my injury. But with Audible, I can now enjoy as many books as I want just by listening. Thanks to Audible, I can listen to stroke survivor Kavita Bossi's book, Room 23. Once it popped up on Audible, I immediately put it on my wish list. Read Kavita's book with us. That's right. The Neuro Nerds have a book club. What a great way for our brain injury survivor community to read books together. And even if you don't want to read the book we're reading, with this free trial, you can select any book of your choice for free. Go to audibletrial.com slash the neuro nerd. Boom! Boom! Neuro <laughs> nerds. <laughs> I'll say this with Maggie in particular. Her documentary about her. her mm-hmm. like, Oh my God. Phenomenal. Watch it, guys, if you haven't seen it. She's incredible. She's just an incredible person, period, you know, and the the world would be at a loss if she wasn't here. You know, and I say that about almost like all of us. Like, Mm -hmm. I think all of us have so much to contribute. I just spoke to actually one of the survivors that hit me up from this. And she was saying, you know, it's it's been 10 years and I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know why I'm here. You know, and I she was very, very down. She hasn't had a lot of support. So I immediately put her in contact with a few people, which is I love that just makes me so happy, which is a reason why I really feel like why I'm here. But we all have to find that purpose. We do. You know, it's not just, oh, what was me? Yeah, we go through that. But at a certain point, we got to figure out, hey, what what am I going to do? I can't do the things that I used to do. If you can't, if you can't, awesome, more power to you. If you can't, you got to figure out what's the next step. We got to pivot and we got to move forward, you know? And we also have to stay away from really dumb people who say dumb shit. Well, the other thing is like, remember, guys, I think every person on this planet, all 7.456 billion of us, is looking for that greater meaning, that greater purpose and like, why the hell are you here? So in that sense, you're not alone. And it's not specific to having a brain injury. It's just a condition of being a human. So the fact that you're sitting there and saying, what am I supposed to be doing with my life? Either pre, you know, hopefully, hopefully not pre brain injury, but post brain injury, that is just a condition of being human and being alive. And that should actually be something kind of cool to be celebrating that you are still functioning and living in and thriving in the human condition. So it's not necessarily an exclusionary thought. Like it doesn't t- remove us from the greater population. It's just a condition of being human. Yeah. Yeah. See, and we're all people. Well, most of us. <laughs> Lauren T1000. <laughs> El Manzano. Hey, I cried in an episode recently, so I am human. That's true. I was afraid you were going to rust afterwards. No, I was going to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger and go, I now know why you cry. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) So here's one that really pissed me off. Okay. Mm. And it's probably going to piss you off, too. It's so fucking annoying. It's three words. Three words. Get over it. Yeah. Yeah. What? Come on, man. Come on. On like there is no reason for someone to ever say that to somebody who's had a brain injury. Actually, to anybody who's ever gone through any trauma. Yeah. You know, you know, I just gave birth and yeah, yeah, get over it. You wouldn't say that. Right. I just had a heart attack. Get over it. You're a veteran coming back from a war zone and you have PTSD. Get over it. And people get over it. Yeah, I know. I know. And it's so rough as somebody who suffers from PTSD. It's rough. Uh, Thank goodness. Nobody said that to me. I'm very happy. But I understand. And I know that there are people out there who'd be like, yeah, but can't you just get over it? I wish trying. 
I don't think anybody out there has these traumas and has these things and are like, you know what? Just going to live with this. No, I think every single person is trying to be better and get better and get past these things, not get over it. I don't think anybody can ever get over a brain injury. I don't think anybody could ever get over war. I don't think anybody can ever get over certain traumas, but I think we can get past it, you know, and I think we can live comfortably. That's what we all try to do. You know what doesn't help? Dumb idiots (laughs) saying, hey, get over it. I don't think that helps anybody. Well, and I think the reason that probably really pisses us off and really will trigger and that is a triggering kind of statement is because that kind of hits at the core of what a lot of us want. We just want to get over it. You know, it's not like they're telling us anything new. We're well aware and intimately aware of what our injuries do to us and how it's changed us and things like that. So when someone says it so insensitively, I think the reason we get so upset is not because it's so offensive, is because in our deepest, darkest parts of us, we want that too. We believe that we need to do that too, even though that's not really like the best path is that that need. But I think that's why it's so offensive to us is because it's kind of triggering our own insecurities and our own desire to be normal or go back, you know, instead of being, you know, Joe and Lauren 2.0, we want to go back even though we can't. Yeah. To just Joe and Lauren, you know, you you know, what's what's really crazy. There isn't anything. I really mean this. And I think this goes, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but I'm going to speak for everybody. (laughs) I don't think there's anything that somebody can say that we haven't said to ourselves so much worse right like i the the get over it that's off that's fucking hard to hear from somebody because it's already in our brain (laughs) yes i can't explain to you how many times i've said to myself you fucking idiot get over it Mm -hmm. just get over it why are Mm -hmm. you still doing this why can't you do this why aren't you where you were all these horrific things, these mind games we play with ourselves. You know, the, we're not very nice to ourselves, you know, at, at least in private. We're not at all. So as awful a thing as it is to hear from somebody else. Yeah, that's that's old hat. I've been thinking yeah. that my entire recovery. Yeah, you ain't <laughs> telling us anything new, bro. It's not acceptable. It's unacceptable behavior. Why would you ever say that to somebody? You know, you don't know what anybody's going through, yet you have the balls to say, ah, get over it. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it, people are messed up. Here, Here's another one. This is going to be great, Lauren. You'll love this one, too. This came from a family member. OK, someone said that they were disappointed because you didn't recover fast enough. Oh, shit. Yeah, come on, man. Come on. Disappointed. Not just, hey, why haven't you? Here, here's what's crazy, okay? Yeah. Get over it because you should be better by now. That's bad enough. Hey, you're not recovering fast enough. You know what I mean? Fast enough for who? Mm-hmm. If it's for me, I haven't said anything. I would love to be better right now. I'm sorry if I'm inconveniencing you with my recovery. That's, dude, people have balls but then to add in the disappointment oh yes please lay on a guilt trip on top of all the ish that we are currently dealing with thank you because this is about you yeah right yeah but we we, i think we've established this a million times people are selfish Mm -hmm. and they say things ignorant things and this is another one this will be the next one i i don't even have to read it because i remember it people say ignorant things because it's mostly about them Yes. Even though I'm talking about you, it's about them. Yes. And it's about how they can relate to you. Yes. Okay. Now, here comes the most ignorant thing anyone can say to somebody who had a brain injury stroke specifically. You know, now that you say it and describe it, I think I had a stroke too. Yes. Yes. That face. Yes. I think I had a stroke too. 
I had a dude tell me that we were at we were at a bar at a club. I don't know, we were at something like at an event, and he was like, "Yeah, you know the way you say, it, yeah, I think I I think I had a stroke too." I'm like, "Really, dude? Really, really?" Yeah. Well, so I think for the concussion side of the brain injury community, that one it might be a little bit more fluid. Uh, usable because again we do have tiers we do have a uh, severity of concussion and we do have variety uh, depending on it so that I think is a little less offensive for the concussion group not for the stroke and aneurysm crew she said less offensive it's still fucking offensive yes it's it- offensive to people who have had these things happen to them okay it's offensive now again I'll go percentages of people that lose feeling in one side or die from concussions as opposed to people who have had strokes. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with you probably shouldn't say, oh, yeah, I think I had a stroke, too. A lot of people say that, you know, it's more people than you think. Thanks to our sponsor, Avid Technology, for providing us with the tools or should I say pro tools to record, edit and mix our podcast and get our message out clearly to the world. Try Avid first to start recording today for free at avid.com slash pro dash tools. Yay. Yay. Again, guys, this is where we have to be the big person, unfortunately, for our own sanity. That is not a can of worms that you want to sit there and debate with someone. No, you cannot no, no, no. argue with stupid. You can't I argue can't. with crazy. And remember, a lot of us are not up with a full deck to begin with. So, like, save yourself some heartache because obviously this person doesn't want to hear. And you just say, oh, all right, then you should talk to your, your neurologist. Yeah, and then, you should definitely do that. You yeah. dummy. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, then yeah we, we shouldn't argue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exit, exit conversation. Stage left even. <laughs> I really think we shouldn't waste our bandwidth. And I've talked about bandwidth a lot. We don't have a lot of bandwidth. Why waste it on people who are clearly ignorant? It's not our job. To educate people who don't want to be educated. It's the same people that send you a story that says, yeah, look, we shouldn't wear masks. But then you read the story and it says 100% you should absolutely wear a mask. Mm -hmm. It's just that one headline. It's headline readers. It's not my job to educate these people. You know, when they're ready to learn, I'm here. Until then, I'm going to let them be ignorant by themselves. You know, here's another goodie. Wait, are you sure? Because you're so (laughs) young. <laughs> he didn't even finish and that made me laugh. And that's when you go like, wow, well, I suppose all my CAT scans and my brain specialist doctors and my brain surgeon, you know, they must have all been wrong. Right? Am I does that sound like I, what's I in your back. brain, Joe? I, you know what? I'm gonna get a refund. Yeah. It Let me get a second be. opinion I mean, three years later. Not only am I young, but I look good. So clearly I couldn't have had a stroke. No. People say the the dumb. There, there should be the the people say the dumbest things. as a thing. Wait, hold on. There, there's there's some other goodies. But uh, it it really is. It's a lot of. But you look so good. Yeah, but you look so normal. Yeah, but you're so young. As if that justifies. It's yeah. It's not, man. It's I I, I don't even know how to. Guys. These are coming from uh, you. These are yeah. not the ones that Joe and I are personally. We've dealt with our own version of these. But these are the ones that we asked on Instagram and you guys supplied to us for us to read and react to because like, I mean, it's always about me and Joe, but we were like, we need to open this up and be like, let's commiserate. For sure. Hey, misery loves company and ridiculous idiots saying dumb things isn't exclusive to us. No, (laughs) 
happens to other people too. Again, condition of being human. This one hurts my heart because this is another one. It's we've already spoken on it, but this one is specific. My mother has told me several times over the years, just get over it. Mm-hmm. This is her mother. They, her, mm-hmm. him. I don't remember who this is. It's so difficult to hear that. You know, this is your mother. This is a person. To be honest, this is a person who's there to protect you, mm-hmm. to shelter you from people who say ignorant things like "just get over it." Yet this is a person that's telling you to just get over it. That's 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 so hard. And speaking of the, oh, I think I had a stroke too. Here, here's an, <laughs> oh, I do that too. I didn't even have a stroke. So that's nothing. Oh, yeah. Let us dismiss. And uh, the word is not coming to me, but it's like minimize. And to minimize, it's not quite the word I want, but it's to minimize the things that we have when our brains actually don't want to work. Usually that's when we tell people, like when we have brain fog or neuro fatigue, like, I get headaches too. Or yeah, I can't remember things too. Yeah, yeah. This one I like because it's like, wait, did somebody not know this? Do you know that you have a disability? No. Thank you? Thank you for letting me know. Yeah, le- that that was amazing. Like, thank you for your insight. Th- guys, that's what you should do. If someone responds that way and you say, I do? Yes. <laughs> <gasps> really? Tell me more. This one was hard. This was actually the first uh, response. It was just talking to them as if they had died already. Like, oh. just basically not like they're not even there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's hard. Where they that's, talk that's at really you. That's really difficult. Yeah, yeah. Because you're not a kid, you know? Sometimes, like, our minds don't process the same, but we're not children, you know? <laughs> you want to know what that reminds me of? Somebody who speaks a different language, and there's a little bit of a language barrier, so they don't speak fluent English. So then you speak louder. Mm-hmm. They don't speak loud English either. So <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> hey, guys, remember, people who speak multiple languages, like, they're really smart. Like They are very smart people. They just they don't speak the same language as you. You know, where, where they're from, they're probably doctors. <laughs> well, not just that, like the capacity for words and understanding and morphology and diphthongs and all sorts of things like that in our brain with grammar like the fact that you can have two three four five versions of that and different writing structures like this one i'll name because he's a very dear friend of mine and he put on the most amazing play a lesson in swimming my my incredible friend michael shut shout out um, he, he, he's, you don't have a brain injury michael you have vision damage <laughs> okay Yes, that's what you say. Where did you get your PhD from, sir? Here's what's funny. And I and I told my I was like, do they not understand how the brain works? <laughs> do they not get what do you that mean? If he didn't the have attached the sh- to the brain at all, no. at all. One of the biggest side effects of a brain injury isn't loss of vision, isn't vision issues. You dummy do, do some research and don't say ignorant shit like that. Ugh. somebody said uh, about their stroke. Stress caused it cool thanks doc (laughs) yeah appreciate it you know stress caused mine for sure stress caused mine you know something that i probably didn't like hearing from people hey stress caused your stroke yeah that's not gonna make me stress out even more dummy sorry i'm calling people dummies you know what i'm not not sorry i take that apology back i apologize for apologizing (laughs) another one i've heard you talk about how you feel and i seriously think i've had a stroke too Come yeah, on, just, man. That's just... They just want to belong. And again, guys, if you're not part of this community, we 
don't really want you in this community. We don't we uh, honestly we don't want anybody in our community. And I'm not being no. like, oh well, we're better. We don't. We don't want anybody to have these injuries. I'm just yeah. very thankful that we're here just in case somebody does. This one Stop pissed me off. Trying to make fetch happen, guys. Stop yeah, trying to make seriously. fetch happen. Seriously. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider leaving us a five star review on the Apple Podcast app. Your reviews help us grow and reach more listeners like you. Find us by searching for the Neuro Nerds on the Apple Podcast app today. This one really pissed me off, and I think I went on a rant. But this one, my boss joked and said I was halfway retarded. Oh, yeah. Mm, there's one, a lot of problematic things there. Th- there are so many things just w- with those words, those hateful words, which, which is fine. Also, have you ever heard of a lawsuit? Maybe? You know? Mm-hmm. That's a place of business? Come on, man. Like That's just – that is – ignorant as super super ignorant another one you know uh oh but i do that too it's not it's not the stroke i forget things i've gotten that a lot you know oh but i forget too it's okay i got that early on and i finally put up the boundary where i'm like hey if i say this i don't need you to say i do that too i don't need that it makes me feel worse it doesn't make me feel better so like if you want me to continue talking to you which is another reason why i don't talk to my family (laughs) you can't pile on Good for the boundary. But I think, again, that's how people try to relate because they don't know how, again, they're ignorant. They don't know how to talk about invisible injuries and they don't know how to relate to someone with a brain injury. And so the best thing they can do is offer a similar but non-equivalent experience. Yeah, yeah. Don't try so hard, guys. You don't have to. If we're already hanging out with you, like you're cool. You've already passed the test. Like don't have to try that hard. Yeah, you, if you keep on trying, we're not going to want to hang out with you. And you know what? To be honest, we shouldn't be hanging out with you. Stop trying to make Fetch happen and make Stucky happen. Huh? No, don't make Stucky happen. And the goats, don't forget about the don't forget about the goats, Lauren. We can never forget about the goats. Ever. I love the goats. <laughs> so, so one thing, just any of the normies out there who are listening to this, cool show a little bit of sympathy you don't have to be part of this you don't have to have gone through the things that we've gone through show a little sympathy just yeah we don't want you to be part of this we really don't one thing that you can say is wow that seems hard yeah that would that would be great to hear that really sucks you know or hey i'm glad you're here now you don't even have to talk about the specifics no you you could also be like wow that's really can i you could say something like wow, I'm so sorry, or that really sucks. Can I get you something? Would you like a coffee? Yes. Always offer yes. coffee. <laughs> always. Always. No matter what, you know? <laughs> I think that should just be a thing. Hey, would you like coffee? You know, and I, don't, I hope people in the future don't even say, hey, good morning. I hope they just say, would you like coffee? I'm like, yes. Yes, I would. Just give me all the coffee. So I think overall, don't be ignorant. <laughs> don't be dumb. Hashtag 2020. Don't be a dick. Seriously, hashtag 2020, be kind. Be kind. Yeah. That's what we want to do. You know, it's 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 a very difficult time for everybody. You're not the only one going through this shit. Now, <laughs> bring some joy into people's lives. Let's not pile on and make things worse for people, especially people with brain injuries. It's so difficult for us to process, to focus, to function. We don't need the added stress and pressure of having to deal with you idiots. Sorry. I don't mean to keep calling people idiots. Don't be an idiot. I don't have to call you an idiot. Is that fair? I think that's fair. Well, and I think a, a good reminder for us on the receiving end of these comments is one, the comments are not going to end, unfortunately. And especially as you recover, 
and you go further out in your recovery, you will get more and more as you look more normal or more recovered. You may get more comments. Part of it is our own homework of learning how to build boundaries. So I'm super proud of Joe for building a boundary, but also building that that strength in ourselves and that slightly thicker skin. I'm rubber, your glue. And again, that could be with a simple disarming response to someone saying, like they said, like where, they're, where they say like, oh, did you know you have a disability? And you go, I do, right? Or you ask like, can you explain that? Like, I don't know what you mean. Like, again, just find some funny way to either respond or not respond. And like Joe and I were saying, like things that upset you, like you got to remove that from you. So if you get triggered by social media, don't be on social media. Don't be on social media. (laughs) If there are people that constantly in your life are making these comments and are upsetting you, you got to find a way to distance yourself or cut them out. Mute it and boot it, guys. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And if nothing else, you got to, you got to, part of your recovery is working on that inner strength. There are some of us who can't control how we respond or how we can process this. But those of us that can, like that's our responsibility on our end. If something hurts our feelings, like we need to deal with that and really examine like, why does that actually hurt my feelings? Deal with that, move on. So that no longer can hurt your feelings. Right. You're, you're removing the ammunition away from these people, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. the triggers, you know, you're, you're getting stronger. And the thing is, until you hit that point, stay away from that stuff. If yeah. you're on the Internet and you don't like things that people are saying to you, don't be on the Internet. And if you're going to be on social media, only befriend people who are your friends. Don't put anything out there for the masses until you're ready. Mm-hmm. When you're ready to do that, when you're you've built up this layer of strength and awesomeness. It's then gonna be go your plus one studded leather armor, guys. Studded leather. Why do I feel like I'm going to West Hollywood to like the Abbey? Wow. I'm <laughs> sorry guys. I was trying to be D D friendly, but you know. Hey, hey, those of you who live in California know what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I think I think this is, uh, um, I don't know, th- we should do this actually a little bit more often, just talk about some random things that people have said or done. Yeah, like a cathartic episode, guys. Like, yeah, this is catharsis. Like, y'all have heard these before, so then now we respond and we're like, you all are stupid, and we move on. I think all of us have heard all of these things before. It just blew me away that, like, so it was people's parents, yeah. people's significant other. That's, that's, that's hard, you know? But you know what? You're a warrior for getting past that. You really are. You know, and and again, none of this stuff I've said a million times, I don't mean to be a dick about it. It doesn't get easier. It doesn't. But you get stronger. And that's the thing. We're all getting stronger every single day. And I'm proud of every single one of you guys. And this has been an invisible illness episode. We all suffer from invisible illness. And I think the most important thing we can do is just be kind to everybody. All of us in the community, not all of us have visible illnesses. And guys, this is actually like a thing. Like we didn't know this was a thing, but the week of October 18th through October 24th, 2020 is 2020 Invisible Disabilities Week. Like that's actually a thing. We didn't know it was a thing until we started, I at least I started researching for this episode, but it is a thing, guys. And if you guys want more information, there is an association called Invisible Disabilities Association.org. It is another way to spread awareness about people with invisible illnesses, which again, it's not just brain injuries, it's cancers, it's mental illnesses, autoimmune diseases, things like that, that people cannot look at you and go, oh, you're sick. Oh, you have a disability. Oh, you're ill. And it's so many more people than you think. Yeah, you probably know more people than you think about it. Yeah. So be kind to everybody, you know, and if anybody is struggling with anything, I say it all the time, the neuro nerds, we are here to help reach out to us. And you can Mm -hmm. do that by 
attempting to reach out to Lauren El Manzano <laughs> on Instagram. You reach I out do to respond, me at, guys. I do respond. It just takes a little bit. Just understand, even this today, Lauren has literally done 18 things today. That was take, before lunch. <laughs> I should take a, a photo of my calendar and send it. I, I gave Joe anxiety last time I did that. Oh, my God. It's it, n- no. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a lot. Have you ever seen like, you know, the old school Funk and Wagnalls encyclopedias? No. It's kind of like that. It's almost like a war room. There should be like strings attached to stuff. It, it's craziness. You could also reach out to me at Joe So Rocks everywhere. You can reach out to us, the neuro nerds at everywhere. Say it all the time. We're all in this together. And that's how we're going to get past this is together. Be kind to one another. Be kind to everybody. Most importantly, be kind to yourself. It's rough out there. Stay safe. Stay happy. And on that really kind of cool, Joe's been amazing today notes. Yes, you have. (laughs) These neuro nerds are out. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.